Uh, testing, testing. One, two, three. Oh, you're good. No, and I'm we're good. recording. Oh, we're fully recording, huh? We're recording now, yeah. Welcome to Heating Up. A podcast about climate change. Did you come up with a new one? You a had new two weeks intro? to come up with an You had complained about the intro last time. I had not. Yeah, I okay. have not. Well, then we're going to do the normal uh, one. Uh, well, it's over now. Screw it. We've ruined it. It's Heating Up Podcast. This is us. He- this is us. We're all right. We're okay. Uh, the world's not. There's worse people. News and nonsense. Round two, Corinne. Round two. Round two. You ready? All right. Does this one have a... Uh, like a catch to it is this good news bad news you just giving me straight news no i have some good news but uh, this was a hard week for good i'll I'll give you two every week's okay the bad news news is not incredibly bad but the good news is not so much good as mainly just weird like i i I, I have to try a lot harder to find the good news than the bad news well yeah of course and i searched for good news for a good hour wow of online how many dog videos are are there there are no videos (laughs) per se like that's not great dogs are involved though uh dog is involved in one story okay um but there are other animal again i'm animal heavy with the good news i'm trying to find your wheelhouse these good news stories you just find out whatever facebook's algorithm is because they know it (laughs) they know they have it just like similar to other posts you've interacted and i don't like anything it's just i must have stopped and looked Looked at at it it, for 10 seconds and they're like she liked that one where that lion and that squirrel (laughs) were friends i was like god damn it you know i would love it (laughs) i feel what i'll do next time is like set up my my laptop and just have like a scrolling pictures (laughs) while i read you the bad news you just can look over at the laptop as adorable animal what was that one really cute commercial it was like uh, all these little unusual a- animal friends, and it was just like two minutes of that to like sweet music. It was like a PetSmart commercial or something like that. Oh, it was so good. Genius. It was perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, well, no, I don't have any of that. Well, any non-terrible uh, news related news? Any personal news? Personal or non-terrible? Yeah, any, uh, any Netflix show recommendations? I know you watched that one show on Hulu. Uh, Pen15? No, more recent. Uh, the comedian from SNL. Oh, Shrill. Loved it. Shrill, yeah. I finished it immediately. So good. Uh, but, no, I was, I'm about to start uh, Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm optimistic-ish. See, I, you know, uh, as a parent who's busy and lame, I, like, half of my shows I watch are, like, years and years behind. Like, I think I'm That's on, like, fine. season three of The Walking Dead. I just saw but... that you posted something about the Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I found that on Amazon, and I was like, ooh, I always wanted to watch this show. And so I, like, because I was bored, and, like, I had nothing else to watch, so I clicked it on. I'm like, this is really good. I was yeah. right. I should have watched this show years ago. This. Well, now you get to binge so, it. But then the yeah. other problem with that is when I'm just going to reveal my, my hatred of Russians... And it's all about Russians. So see, you know, as a lifelong communist, you gotta have some, you know, for some, your comrades. Some love for the comrades. No, no, I just lived in Sacramento my whole life, <laughs> so Yikes. I have an issue with enjoying their again. Company. You like every week. I feel like you decide you're just going to eliminate, eliminate another, group another of potential group of yeah. people listening to the podcast. Well, it's not all russians but like i grew up in the 90s and all of my villains were russian and so i feel like i've been or they were english people pretending to be russian mostly icelandic people pretending to be russian you're just basically talking about oh i was thinking uh, mighty Mighty ducks Ducks. yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
all, you know, yes, yeah. exactly right. By the time Mighty Ducks came around, you couldn't have actual <laughs> Russians, so you needed to have a stand-in, like, European yeah. for the Russians. And so, oh, Iceland. Iceland. They'll be Russian by proxy. Yeah, Basically we knew what Russian. it meant. Yeah. I Even I then knew, these oh, are the Icelandic, yeah. these are Russians. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'd have to put that away in my mind. Although I'm sure it's very, very good. I had only seen a few episodes before. All right. Well, uh, here we go into the terrible news, news and nonsense. News? News and that nonsense. was the nonsense. Now for the news. Well, the, the nonsense will come with the it news. Continues. Is, yeah. All right. So remember how a couple of weeks ago we were talking about like where we should run from climate change? Yes. And you know, my theory was we should get as far north as possible. Uh, uh, yeah, you started saying, like, where in America, and then you changed... You basically, totally like, I'd go to the Arctic Circle. Yeah, yeah I was like, okay, that's not... The, yeah, it didn't fit the parameters. You did well, not fit the parameters. Uh, not great news for me, then. Okay, uh, you plan. failed. Well, everybody fails. We everybody all loses lose. with climate change. Uh, so, this uh, headline, Canada warming at twice the global average. So... Uh, it makes sense. Obviously, the way climate you know, global warming works is that the poles actually warm faster than right. elsewhere. So um, we're finding more and more research. So we should you know, stay in the middle regions. No, that, the middle regions are already hot and they're still warming fast. So it's like they don't have as far to go. So like if you're in the Middle East and your average is 110 and it drops and gets up to 115, that's only five degrees warming, but it's now mm -hmm. unlivable. If you're in Canada and it goes from an average of 68 to 78, that's twice as fast, but it's still livable. So then your answer is still the same. Answer still the same. I'm just saying it sucks. It's not like you can escape it. You can, well, there's nowhere to hide. Well, I think we knew there was nowhere to hide. I thought that Anyways, was assumed. recent report. Uh, let's see. Nancy Hamzawi, who is the assistant deputy science minister in Canada, said, quote, the science is clear. Canada's climate is warming more rapidly than the goal of average, and this level of warming effectively cannot be changed. So, sorry, Canada. Already too late. Yep, already too late for Canada. Um, along with this story, there was another story that I've been seeing in the last weeks or two. I don't know. It's a similar idea. The Svalbard uh, Seed Vault. Small, what? The Svalbard Seed Vault. Okay, you might not be so into, like, catastrophe as me, so you might not know what this is. None of that. That sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook. This is the seed vault that the world created oh, okay. that they put in the Arctic Circle to so that when we kill this whole civilization, we can, we can break into food. it and, you know, get food. Correct. Well, I we do put vaguely. it up there because, like, it's naturally, like, in this cave or whatever that's, you know, climate controlled, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, well, guess what? That town... That it is near, like, which is the most northern town in the world. It's only, like, 800 miles from the uh, North Pole. Mm -hmm. Is the fastest warming place on the planet. Well, it's because it was the coldest. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, not great. The permafrost is melting. It's causing avalanches and, like, landslides and stuff up there. So, like, they're having to move the town around. So, this whole idea that this seed vault will last a thousand years or whatever, it might not last till 2100. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll all be dead by then. Yep. All right. I got good news. Mm, let's hear it. All right. A U.S. judge halted hundreds of drilling projects, citing the Trump administration's complete failure to take into account greenhouse emissions in their analysis of, like, the mm, impact statements. No way. Yeah. So the judge said, no, you can't do that. You got to go back and reanalyze stuff. It's completely unclear if when they actually go and do the paperwork, they'll then just permit it. But for now, 
hundreds of drilling projects in the U.S. have been halted due to this judge saying, yeah, you got to follow your own rules. Well, the name of the game is to delay. That's all you can do, right? Like, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, but it's good. I mean, a day less drilling is a day less drilling. Mm-hmm. So, all right, good. Flip side to that, though. Oh, great. Other story coming out of Alberta, Canada. Again, Canada heavy here at the top Canada. of our news. Um, so, do you know what reclamation is? No. So, you have all these oil and gas drilling, you know, operations. And, you know, they're just drilling into tiny pockets of dinosaur juice <laughs> down in the ground. And eventually, it runs out. They can't squeeze any more juice out of that tree, right? Yeah. So, they leave it, right? The problem is they've created a toxic nightmare. So, the companies don't want to have to pay for, like the cleanup or no 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 why cancer. would they be uh, responsible for any of that well why should they have to clean that up yeah exactly they just created it. well the, the legal process in which they essentially get rid of their liability for that land is called reclamation essentially they say we cleaned it all up good no we're not responsible anymore and the u.s and the canadian government or the u.s government should be going in there and being like yeah it looks like they actually cleaned it up and then they you know can build houses on it or whatever and then mm-hmm. 20 years from now kids get cancer and no one knows why well, in Canada, they don't even bother going to check it with a clipboard. Uh, the recent report said that 97% of reclamation certificates were issued without a single on-site visit. Well, so it's there to see, Essentially, really. and this is like literally what happened is the oil and gas companies submitted an online form. <laughs> we did it. We did it. A plus. And it was just being completely rubber stamped by Canada. So all of these projects, thousands and thousands of projects were reclaimed and said, oh, yep, you're good. Uh, without them ever actually having visited the sites. You know, Burning Man is set to a higher standard of cleanup than that. Yeah, basically. No, I'm dead serious. No, yeah. I've seen it. It's like a leave no trace sort of situation. Then they leave. It's as des- desertist as it was when they left. And they can't even do that with natural resources. And that's just a bunch of sex hippies, yeah. And that's just a bunch of sex hippies in this desert that's got nothing. I mean, there's nothing the hell out <laughs> uh, there. I think people, yeah, your, your hatred of the desert ecosystem is uh all i ever see when people go to burning man is just wind blowing everywhere with sand i can't handle burning man no it's my full-blown worst nightmare it is naked which is bad for shame yeah we're basically never nudes around here never nude absolutely uh sunburn sunburn in places god didn't intend Yeah, because of the nakedness because of the nakedness <laughs> and then constant sand whipping oh, all god. over your naked the wind body and, sand and the, yeah that and like everyone there is just having on drugs a drugged out crazy time yeah or uh, crying about like their dead friend what there's like an aspect of it like at the temple where like you, there's a lot of hippie nonsense there's a the, lot of hippie nonsense a lot of it is like when you you've lost pers- a person in the year you like put their picture in the temple and they burn it or some weird nonsense. i don't know it's hippie bl- it, yes it, it's garbage. hippie nonsense Mixed with drugs, mixed with nakedness, out in the desert. It is, like, everything about that doesn't sound great. There's no running water. There's no, like, everything yeah. about it is the worst. I know it's a big now deal, we've just, but... Now we've just we've eliminated, yet eliminated another, yeah. hippies. Damn it. Great but, thinking. Yeah. Well, as, as it is, basically our only audience is our family members, and we don't particularly like them. And they don't like even them. like yeah. it, so... Anywho. And we don't particularly like them. So... You ready for another bad story? Oh, God. Yeah, we're just going to roll right into it. Let's go it. Okay. FEMA, our good friends in the Uh Federal Emergency Management, uh, unnecessarily released sensitive identifiable data of 2.3 million uh, disaster victims. So victims of disasters, personal information was then exposed? Is that what I was hearing? Yeah. So what basically happened is if you were a victim of Hurricane Harvey, Irma, Maria, or the 2017 California wildfires. Boy, who wasn't? Yeah. Which is a lot of people, (laughs) 2.3 million people people in this case, uh, who applied for like temporary housing assistance. So like to stay in a hotel and get your voucher. 
you had to fill out a form, right? And so FEMA, you know, was using a contractor to, you know, do this because we've gutted the actual government. Like, so they say, couldn't why actually isn't do the it. government doing this? But they sent along more information than they should have. And so they could identify the people or whatever. So they, they essentially compromised them to the contractor. There's no indication that this got out to like hackers or some, mm, you know. Okay. So the contractor caught it and was like, hey, you sent us too much information. And then they worked to delete it off of their systems. But still. Not great. Uh, not, not ideal. Great idea, uh, this management. is why we should have the government taking care of more of those things. Yeah, crazy. <clears throat> Speaking of crazy, uh, did you? Good uh, news. Yeah, yeah. Crazy good news. Crazy weird news. Okay. Did you see? Uh, I thought for sure this was a April Fool's thing. <laughs> no, but did. did you see Jim Carrey get into a Twitter fight with, with Mussolini's Mus- granddaughter? Yeah. First off, I didn't realize Mussolini had a granddaughter. Me I assumed or they that cut she was that- proud of that. Yeah, I assume that that like that whole like family tree everyone got changed cut their down. last name and yeah. well like there's somebody that's actually like genetically like a uh, uh, related to Hitler. Oh boy. Yeah, because it's like his like Hitler's like mother's sister's brother cousin you know had you know was like far enough removed but there's like a link you know mm-hmm. and like these people had to like change their whole names they live somewhere they're just normal people right. because you know it, it's not like genetics or whatever but like they had to change all their names they don't admit it they you know i assume that's what anyone related to like mussolini would also do. you're she's just on twitter as mussolini's granddaughter that's the crazy part she's like how you know don't sully the history of my grandfather i don't think it wasn't so much that it was more like you're a hypocrite because america is terrible okay great first off isn't jim carrey canadian he is canadian and then I think I he's think I think he's, he's a naturalized US citizen or something. He but may regardless. Be. And and I don't think anyone's arguing America isn't terrible. I think Oh, I think, Donald Trump I, Well yeah. No, actually he there, says it is terrible. Because you have to make you it, have to great, make it great, again. great again. Just kidding. Everybody thinks America's terrible. Yeah. So I mean like her, we, she was like posting photos of like American genocides or like war crimes or the things that, you know, America has done that has been absolutely terrible. Sure. And as if that somehow like discounted Mussolini being bad? It was like or he like drew a cartoon with Yeah, like of Mussolini. them being hung. Yeah. And she was offended first by off, that? like, Jim Carrey, why are you drawing pictures like of dead bodies? Art. He's like an yeah, artist but that's now. not so much Dude, art. Jim Carrey is creepy. crazy these days. I guess. He was dating that lady, the, an- the original anti-vaxxer. The original. <laughs> he seriously was dating her. We're going to get to some uh, measles shit later today. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, anyways, Jim Carrey in Twitter fight with uh, Mussolini's stuff. I did see that. I, I like... was kind of, I remember thinking like, wait a minute, who doesn't like change their last name and totally try to not associate themselves with that line of history? I barely even want to mention that I have a line from the Donner Party and they didn't really do anything evil, just maybe gross. Maybe gross. <laughs> they did what they had to do to survive. They did what they had to do to survive. Yeah. All right. Speaking of doing what you have to do to survive. Uh-oh. I'm just going to keep doing this. All right. Even though this isn't really so much doing what you have Segway. to do. Uh, Segway. Mosquitoes. Uh, mosquitoes obviously carry a lot of disease. Yes, they, they live do. in temperate climates. Unfortunately for us, mosquitoes spread disease endanger millions in new places. A half a billion people around the globe are going to be uh, at risk of mosquito-borne diseases, including yellow fever, Zika, dengue fever and other diseases in the next 30 years i forgot about zika that was that yeah. thing they tried to scare us about a couple of years ago i guess it's still a thing uh in canada and europe will be the most impacted again because they're more northerly right so they're heating up mm-hmm. faster so um the study did find however that humans could prevent it if they aggressively took action to combat climate change well 
But we're not going to do that. So there is a second study, which speaking is speaking of weird news, of another way to save us from mosquitoes. Kill us all. No. You'll never guess who's going to save us from mosquitoes. Donald Trump? Not in a million years. Donald Trump. Nope. I... No other guesses. <laughs> Donald Trump, nobody else. I'm out. <laughs> who's going to save us from mosquitoes? Skrillex. <sighs> <laughs> I don't even really know who that is. I saw a picture Seen of him. It meant nothing to me. Before? He is apparently a very famous dubstep DJ musician. Jesus, I swear type. to God, I'm a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Skrillex, however, will save us from mosquitoes Bye. is the headline of... Oh, because in a unrelated study to the one saying that, you know, we're all going to die from mosquito diseases... Another group of people was saying, what can save us from mosquito diseases? And so they were studying, like, the effects of sound on mosquitoes because, you know, mosquitoes are sensitive to high and low vibrations mm -hmm. and such. So we're going to kill them with sound waves? Well, not so much with kill them. With Skrillex's music. They found out that Skrillex's music, particularly a song, Scary Monsters and Nice Spirits. They or hate nice it. Sprites. No, it confuses them or they're, like, rocking out to it. But, like, when that song is playing... Let me see here. Quote, female adult mosquitoes were entertained, said the artist. The occurrence of blood feeding was lower when the music was being played. So we're now all going to have to listen to this specific Skrillex song to kill the mosquitoes yeah. or to confuse the mosquitoes. Because we've killed the planet, we all have to listen to Skrillex all the time. Well, we, uh, the punishment fits the crime. <laughs> yeah, worse than that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yep, yep. Is that good news or bad news? I Depends, I guess, really <laughs> on your feelings about dubstep. <laughs> I'm not sure that I've ever heard any music that's actually considered dubstep. I don't know. You're gonna. Welcome to the age of dubstep. Mm. That's the, the climate age is really the age of dubstep. All right. Bad news. Mm. This one's just bad. I just can't even, straight up bad. Just straight up bad. Uh, dolphins might not survive no. long due to climate change. Dolphins are like everyone's favorite animal. Yes. Uh, so the long-term data of this recent study suggests that dolphins were not living nearly as long or birthing as many calves due to marine heat waves. And that's not great because marine heat waves are going to be more and more likely occurring because of climate change. So, yeah, not great. Also, have you seen there's been a ton of reports coming out about all this marine life that's being, like, dead and washed up on shore, and it's got, like, 50 pounds of plastic in their stomachs? Like, yeah, I've heard about uh, that. It's terrible. Yeah, so this story about dolphins comes on the heels of a story last week about the vaquita porpoise, which is, which is dolphin, a dolphin, which is a dolphin that lives in the like uh, Sea of Cortez, I think, like bay, the Bay of California, like right where the right where the Colorado River empties in down in Mexico. It's a very cute looking dolphin, but there are only twenty two of them left alive. Oh, they're gonna make it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. So, yep. Good news though about animals, uh -huh. I guess. A wolf hybrid escaped from a Florida enclosure to freedom. Yeah. Yeah. This wolf that was somebody's pet, uh, the one was like abandoned, so they put it at the uh, animal shelter called Critter Haven. Okay. Leave it to Florida to name there. Florida? All right. Florida. Uh, escaped in Vero Beach. And Jax, which was the name of this wolf, has not been spotted since his escape. He so, said, I'm really for reals out. Yeah, they believe he's still hanging out in the area. Are you sure he hasn't tried to escape Florida? Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that would be what any smart creature should do. Get the hell out of Florida. And since wolves are smart, I'm sure he's somewhere else On by his now. way, living his best life. Connecticut or Vermont or something. Yeah, he's made a small little muff dealership. <laughs> uh, listening to Good Skrillex. Good for you, puppers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... And it's been rainy. It's been sunny the last like couple of days. And raining but, again. Yeah, raining again. But we're kind of getting out of the rainy season. And it's been a historically wet year 
in California, right? Mm-hmm. And normally that would be good for us because it would We're mean less wildfires in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, not according to some recent studies. It's going to make the wildfires worse? N- well, no. Recent studies suggest that California wildfire risk is no longer tied to winter precipitation. So they went back and like studied the history of California oh, back to Jesus. 1600. So from 1600 to the 1970s, how wet the winter was could predict how bad the fires were. The wetter the winter, the better the fires. The drier the winter, the worse the fires, right? So now, essentially, the buildup from fire suppression for decades, all the dead trees, and just the advanced heat are more impactful, and they can no longer use precipitation data to analyze what year is going to be bad for fires. Basically, it's just a crapshoot. So basically, what, what's happening is it just it doesn't matter because the heat's so awful in the summer, whether or not there was good rain, yeah, it doesn't basically. matter. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, it's still good to have a good, strong snowpack. Yeah, I mean, snowpack is good. Not to be in a drought is good. So let's not just say throw rain out. Let's not throw rain no, out with rain the bathwater. I'm just saying it uh, may not be great. Uh, may not be what's going to save us. Rain's not going to save us. You should still be prepared for fire. Okay, we've got one more bad story. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw that the the disaster relief bill that was working its way through Congress. Donald Trump was tweeting about this. Uh, refre- possibly actually. So. They were trying to pass, uh, let me see here, a $13.45 billion piece of legislation for disaster relief for some of the recent hurricanes and stuff that had affected the South. And Democrats in Congress were like, well, wait, where's the money in this for Puerto Rico, which is still having to deal with <laughs> right. you know, Hurricane yes. Maria. And Donald Trump said he didn't want to deal with, he didn't want to give Puerto Rico a single dime more. Apparently, Donald Trump is making it. a hard line on you know helping people in Puerto Rico. They can't even vote for him. Uh, so, yeah, it had saying the $600 million included that was in that $13.45 billion uh, was only for Puerto Rico's food stamp program. And so people were saying that's inadequate. You need more money there. And the Republicans said no. And so the whole thing fell apart. Nobody got any money. It's unclear whether Congress or the administration will move forward to revive the package or what. But Donald Trump has kind of behind the scenes said that he is not interested in helping them at all. He doesn't want to give another single dollar, is what he said. He even called the mayor of San Juan, uh, Carmen Yulin Cruz, a frequent critic of his. He called them, quote, crazed and incompetent. Wow, he's describing himself. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) He's like, it's it's one of those things we all hate ourselves, so we Uh, project our hate. The thing that they hate about ourselves is what we get mad at other people about. Yeah, maybe. But either way, bad news for disaster victims everywhere, in particular Puerto Rico and of the recent hurricanes. Jesus Christ. Yep. Ending on some good news. Okay. Oh, I, well, I got two no, two more stories. Hey, oh, so, good, two good news? Well, one is another loose animal. Yeah. Uh, police search for exotic python on the loose in Canada. Okay, Canada? Yeah, Canada. Police in British Columbia said they are using trail cameras to try and track down an exotic python to believe to have been wandering the area for months. <laughs> what is that okay <laughs> <laughs> the snake was sighted near a resident's home on march 19th and investigators have now set up cameras in the hopes of catching it on video uh it must have been somebody's pet and it got it, too big for the experts uh, said the resident's description of the snake indicates it's an albino ball python which you know people keep as pets 
Since Britney Spears. I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're looking for a Britney Spears fan who dumped her python into the woods That makes in Canada. sense. They would have bought it in like 2004. It's gotten a little too big now and yep. they didn't know what to do with it. So yeah, apparently a python living his best life in it's British probably, Columbia. I hope it's doing good. Yeah. Um, and then this story, which is odd, but also I feel like justifies why we even do this at all. Okay. So the headline of this story says, face-to-face -face workshops increase households' natural disaster preparedness. Hey! Yeah, shocking no one. The more you actually tell people about climate change or disasters, and the more you kind of help them get ready, the more likely they are to actually get ready for disasters. It's vis-a-vis, -vis, I actually filled up my water. Yeah, so face-to-face -face workshops based on the psychology of behavior change and disaster preparedness can be used to prompt households to take action to protect themselves against disasters such as earthquakes, fires, and floods, and a new UCL study has found. Hmm. So, yeah, surprisingly, when you help people get ready for disasters, people actually get ready for disasters. So I think that, you know, justifies what we've been doing here. Perhaps people are interested. Perhaps. Well, even if they're not interested, we're going to help you help yourself. <laughs> help new me year, help new you. you. New year. We are in April. <laughs> oh, God. I was driving uh, here and there was a, an exercise bike and like an electronic one outside in the rain. And I thought, April, <laughs> it's new year, new me has failed uh, and it is April. Yeah. Fair. It's never too late to be ready for disasters though. Especially right. considering all of the Zika I mean, for God's sakes, I just filled up my water. Yeah, now we're going to recommend for disaster prep, just have a boombox playing Skrillex 24 <laughs> hours a day outside to your keep away the Zika. Keep away the Zika. <laughs> <laughs> Skrillex a day keeps Zico away. <laughs> uh, what the matter, dog? Just wanted to know we're here. Oh, did you see the activists who got arrested in Britain the other day? No. Well, first off, let's talk about England for a minute. We spend a lot of time shitting on Canada and shitting on Australia you know, and shit all the on other Canada or Australia. <laughs> I think we have some empathy. Yeah, maybe so. We well, I think we like maybe pick on them too much. Okay. We let's should pick be picking on England. On England. Because they are going through their own self-caused crisis. Is this the, the Brexit, this is Brexit. nonsense? My actual story isn't about Brexit, but okay. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about Brexit for a minute. Okay. First off, do you understand Brexit at all? Basically, some people were like, we don't want all these guys to be part of us anymore. And then they broke apart the European Union. Yeah, but they're doing it in a way that's like shooting themselves in the foot. Well, yeah, they know it's going to be a total disaster, but they can't avoid it. Can't not do it, yeah. Because people voted on it stupidly. Yeah, well, they could just vote again, but the prime minister who wanted to leave doesn't want to allow the vote because she knows she'll lose. And so now it seems like she'll, like, get them through it to the point where they're they're out and then quit because she no longer has people that support her. So basically she's going to burn it down and leave. It's a big old mess. Either way, Brexit is a in mess. Yeah. What I thought was funny is people started selling Brexit boxes, which were like disaster preparedness kits. Hey. So you could go buy a Brexit box and have like, you know, dehydrated food nice. and stuff like that in it for the inevitable shortages that will occur because they've made no plans in two years to get ready for yeah. all the imports for and whatever. For all the all shit problems. everybody talks about America, it sure seems like everybody else is just as stupid. Well, in, meanwhile, so this is the week it's supposed to go down. So it was supposed to happen like a while ago, and then the European Union gave them an extension, yeah. like a, like a patient professor at your college. When all you right. Get to, yeah, it's like, all right, you get another couple of weeks to turn in that project. Well, they delayed and didn't work on it, and so now it's the final week. So the British Parliament has been in like constant session trying to get something done. And this week, that, was, that session was interrupted by climate activists. Mm. So Extinction Rebellion activists, 12 people decided that the best thing they could do 
was strip naked in front of the parliament to protest their inaction on climate change. And so 12 people were arrested for uh, indecent exposure. Well, I mean, they got in the news, I guess. that's If that was the plan, they definitely did that. Again, our, our anti-naked stance on this I, podcast. I have a hard time supporting it, uh, but... Well, I mean, go for it if that's you, if you're comfortable in your body. I would be like, I'm going to sit this one out, guys. Yeah, exactly. Is there a fully clothed thing later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the end of the news I had. Hmm. I don't know if you had any... Oh, I had one more. What? Yeah, I found it here on the top of this page. I had skipped it because we wanted to start with some bad news, but this is bad too. Climate change is making allergy season longer and more severe. I could have told you that. Yeah. I could have told you that the last 10 years. There's a lot of this news today feels like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. But uh, it was just in the news. Well, it's like, oh, it rains and then everything blooms again and then it rains and then it blooms again. And then you think, well, you just got to get two or three extremely hot days to kill everything off, right? Sure. Well, I guess what they found out, these scientists uh, who published in the journal plus one, P-L-O-S one, shows that in the U.S. allergies increase when the season changes earlier or later. So Mm -hmm. even if like winter holds on, keeps its icy grip on the lands, (laughs) and then spring just all of a sudden hits in like May, that's worse than if it just comes normal Hmm. or than if it just comes like way earlier too is bad because then you get a longer spring. Hmm. So basically we've fucked up the whole seasons thing. And our allergies can't take it anymore. Do you still get crazy allergies? I remember you used, used to get... I used to get so bad. Like in elementary school, we used to get sent home for pink eye every week. And they'd be like, he doesn't have pink eye. He's got allergies. And he just yeah. can't stop rubbing. No, they kind of went away as I got older. I yeah. have had bad My allergies. eyes are watering now that we're talking yeah, about Yeah, now that we're it. talking about it, I do. But hay fever affects 25 million adults in the United States every year. So 25 million people got to deal with longer hay fever season. Yeah. Uh, least of, you know, not a huge disaster, but still annoying as hell. Because like you said, I used to get like super red, itchy, scratchy eyes. And like, mm-hmm. I don't do well with things in my eyes. No. So like the drops. Like, weren't going to happen. Weren't going to happen. Like when I go to the eye doctor, like the worst thing Ugh. is that blue light. Like I apologized to the eye doctor before they try and do the blue light. I'm like, listen, the blue I can't light? handle it. Yeah. Well, they don't the do it as much as you the puff in the eye yeah. with the blue light. I just can't do it like you have to sit your face like the chin mm-hmm. on that little thing and like look at the light and then i, I can't i'm trying can't. i'm trying so goddamn hard and i apologize to them because i just can't deal with it and so like trying to get drops i remember having to be pinned down yeah. like my parents would have to like pin me to the ground and like hold my head steady while one of them tried to drop the visine <laughs> into my eyes because i couldn't sit st- like uh my eyes are all tearing right up while i'm talking me, about it my eyes hurt so yeah, uh, great. We've reached through the, through the speaker of your vehicle to make you cry. Uh, yep. No. But yeah, allergy is bad. Allergies are bad. But yours aren't as bad anymore. Not as bad anymore. No. Thank mm-hmm. God. Because I don't know if I could deal with that. As an adult who has as, to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you next week. For more news and nonsense. For more news and nonsense. Yeah. Uh, coming out in two days will be our uh, first aid. Yeah, so we're going to release them on Fridays. So Wednesdays, news and nonsense. Fridays, uh, just nonsense. Just nonsense. <laughs> General nonsense. Just others. All right. Thanks, everybody. Remember to subscribe, like, write a review, email us, do all those things. You may become a yep. winner of a great grand prize. Heating up podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.